Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. I'm harmonizing. That didn't work. Why? But, hey, this what? is this is Craig. Hey, my name is Aaron. Aaron, this is Craig. Craig, that's right. Even uh, though we pronounce it improperly, yeah, apparently we just we just found a. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. We found we found some a message from someone from Australia that apparently correct us on how we say our names you know i don't i don't mean to brag craig but we're pretty big down under you know what uh, apparently we australia i'm really kind of surprised there hasn't been a parade good and day we haven't we haven't been invited down uh you know to the sydney opera house or something to you know perform our our news i, I, I want to give a, i want to give a shout out to to charlene you know, Charlene. Charlene is one of my favorite reviews I've ever gotten. It's so good. Charlene made my day. Now, here's the, here's another thing. If before, you made this up, Charlene, just don't ever tell me. Before we get into it, we've had so much positive feedback this week that we can't fit it all into this episode. Why do you sound like you're down the hall right now? I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know. You just sound like you're down the hall. <laughs> Maybe I am. There's something up with your mic. I don't care. Hey, I'm coming across. I'm getting levels. That's all that matters. Okay. That's all that well, matters. Well, I just want to say that I'm the one who noticed it. If everybody's going, why does Aaron sound like he's in a tunnel? <laughs> yeah. Something sounds odd. Okay, I'm going to take sock off. I took my socks off. Is no, that no, no, no. That made no difference on. at all. Sock back on. Socks off. If I turn this dial right here, what will happen? Uh, talking about uh, pop music. Oh, that, that's a loud. Is that better? Is that better? I, there's something up with your mic. Something Whatever. sounds weird today. Hey, you got mic envy. Maybe, but it's it's my <laughs> mic sounds okay. Yours doesn't. <laughs> Can we get back to oh, the okay, positive so anyway, reviews? So Charlene... I'm going to switch sides. Any better? Any better? No, that does sound like I'm in a closet now. That is I'm going to weird. Come out of the closet. Are you talking into the side that's... Hello, going, Craig. How long have you been doing this? What? You don't know how to use a microphone. I told you I hadn't used this mic in a long time. It was just the first one I grabbed. Here's the clue. You got some words written on the front of it? Yeah, I see. I'm, look, I know what the, I know how to set it. This well, is how I it. Why does it sound like you're in a tunnel? I don't know. What's wrong with you? Hey, we spent this whole episode talking about you in a tunnel. <laughs> I was trying to say... Let's talk about Charlene. How about you quit talking about your microphone? Charlene. 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 <laughs> the thing is, we got so much positive we had so much love coming from australia also from everywhere this everywhere. week we've, we, 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 so we're gonna have nothing to do with prizes i'm sure all right go ahead and read what charlene had charlene to say. says good day guys just wanted to let you all know how much my work colleagues and i enjoy your show we work in the south australian whale center that's where they keep all the whales yeah there's it's a big center it's a big yeah. center where all the whales come together right. for like conferences yeah uh, or just or just family get-togethers. Yeah, whales just get. Ooh, did you know I speak well? <laughs> no, I, I did speak not. well. Anyway, uh, in uh, Invicta Vic, Harbour, Australia, and have your podcast running instead of the radio. Even some of our customers have stuck around, so they even like they don't even listen to the radio. They listen to our podcast. Isn't, Isn't that, that amazing? It's pretty neat. So let's do this. Hello, hello to everybody at Whale Center and the South Australian hello, Whale whales. Center and Victor Arbor. Hello, all you whales. That's not a whale. Swimming around. That's a whale. Anyway, she said, uh, we have your podcast running instead of the radio. Even some of our customers have stuck around just to finish listening. I love that. Keep up the great work, and we look forward to your next podcast. Please see the enclosed funnel web spider we have sent you. <laughs> 
and the shrimp on the Bobby. That's, Charlene. That's not the spider. And then we had Shawnee Fines review us on Facebook. And Shawnee said, I love this podcast. Look forward to new episodes. You've got different notes than I've got. Good. Oh, yeah. I added a couple of these because I'd already sent you the, the, uh, the show notes. But, and I irresponsibly and they, lost them. And they just keep, no, the, the reviews keep rolling in. So then they do, I They were coming up. so fast. It's like uh, Jerry Lewis looking at the board, lighting up the board. Yes. Except instead of a wheelchair, <laughs> we've got reviews coming in. So uh, You have to be old to know what I'm talking about. Thank you, Shawnee, um, for that nice review on Facebook. And then there was one more, right? Uh, the one from uh, a, a, a Real Mood Lifter. That one? That's the one. Yeah, from that's uh, this is from C. Gant. That's Charlotte. Oh yeah, uh, we're the real mood lifter. Christine, Christine Gant. Okay, it just says C. Gant over yeah. here, but it says a real mood lifter. We're mood lifters. <laughs> Maybe. This is my go-to podcast whenever I'm feeling depressed. Maybe I should listen to it all the time. Maybe that's why I'm depressed. Within minutes, I'm snorting laughter. <laughs> that's funny. The snorter. Uh, keep up the great work, guys. Christine Gant. Oh, it says Christine Gant right under there. Yeah. But it also yeah. randomly has the word was underneath there, too. Was, huh? It just says was on mine. Well, I'm adding uh, these names to our prize list today for the... Uh, Aaron, for- who you can't hear because he's in a tunnel, says he's <laughs> adding these to his prize list today. <laughs> for for the upcoming uh, contest. And speaking of that, shall we just go ahead and... Hey, everybody, it's music time. What? I like that. Added a little bit to it there. Thank you. Seriously. Everybody listening that has reviewed us, it, is, it means so much. And even if we haven't read your review yet, your name is on the list. Hey, you know what today's prize is? What? I'm pretty excited. Are you? Do you like Bob Ross? Love. Love. Yeah. He's my. He's like one of my heroes. Yeah. Uh, Bob Ross, you know, we got a coffee mug with Bob Ross on the side of it, but it's not just Bob Ross on the side of the coffee mug. When you put hot liquid in it, yeah. a painting appears. Is it heat activated? It's heat activated. I want one. It's a coffee mug. You got one. I do. I it's do a have coffee one. mug. I've got one too. It's a coffee <laughs> mug with Bob Ross on it, smiling, you know, as Bob would. And since you have one, I have one. It's kind of like the official mug of the of the weird. It podcast. sort of is, yeah. and uh, sadly, because Bob's not around, we're just going to assume he said it was okay. But his son is around and lives in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Does he really? He's a local. Yeah. Teaches, well, teaches painting. We need him on the show. You know what? Why don't you work on that? I'll just uh, make a few phone calls. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> but until that then. That was me on my 1960s computer making Until phone calls. then, shall we go with the contest? Okay, you know now, I'm not going to get this. This one you may not, because I didn't. Well, I'm not going to get it because you, you do songs that I don't know. Well, like we uh, learned uh, before. if you will give me a second, I want you to know that your friend of mine, Randall, from yeah. Don't Wake the Kids, Randall. submitted these uh, th- th- submitted tonight's and next episode. So probably on down. He listens to stuff that I don't listen to. Well, once I figured out, I listened to it and then I di- figured out who it was. But I didn't get it by just listening. Okay, so here we go. Ready, three, two. Riders on the storm. Is the band All That Remains uh-huh. covering the Thunder Rolls? Uh, well, who? What song's that? You know Thunder Rolls from what? Who's, who's Garth Brooks? 
Like really? Yeah. Like I'm gonna look at me? Do I look like I know Garth Brooks music? Actually, you do. Cassa- <laughs> Shut up. Now Cassandra, our good friend Cassandra, I know she likes Garth Brooks music. Well, Cassandra's our. She works for the company. She's the marketing uh, coordinator yeah, for but, us. But if Cassandra was here, she might be able to tell me that answer. Okay, maybe Cassandra should be here whispering in my ear the answers. Well, we, we're going to need a winner, and we, our list is up to seventy-seven. Craig, all right, you ready? Yes, you ready? I like the seventy-sevens, by the way. Yeah, not bad. Ready? Yeah, go. Give me a number between 1 and 77. Random number between 1 and 77 is 1. Oh, 1. Weird. <laughs> exactly. Why is there a picture of a car on my screen? <laughs> you notice she sounded different today. What's wrong with her? I'm running iOS 12. I'm running the new OS that comes out this fall. Well, let me tell you who, who won who won the, uh, the Bob Ross mug, and I'll take it to him personally. Who? Joshua Duke. Okay, now now it sounds like we got nepotism because it's number one. He it's was the one. very was first, the first one to yeah. ever leave us a review anywhere. King he, of introverts, he will be excited to have that too while he's building those barns. Yes, he can drink his coffee out of it and, and get sawdust Does, in it. Do you know if he likes Bob Ross? Who doesn't? Uh, well, what kind of if question he, is that? If he that? doesn't, he's not number one in my book. Goodness gracious! Okay, so congratulations, Josh. I'm so glad you won that. I'll bring it over. I'll probably bring it over before you even hear this podcast. Oh, well, that's how it works. Why don't we just go ahead and top story? Drug dealers. I'm just going to go right into it. What, I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't to do. know what to say to you. Anymore. That's perfect. <laughs> Good. Can we just can we just broach this whole conversation real quick? I know we haven't covered that review yet, but apparently some people think. That <laughs> Don't wait. Just that hold that in. No, I want hold to it to next episode. We'll a, deal with that when we get there. I'm not. I'm not angry. I'm the one that had that sugar. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> All, right, she, All right, Craig, you ready for top story tonight? Sure. Top story. Drug dealers caught passing cannabis to each other in the courtroom in front of the judge. Oh, boy. This happened across the pond, too. So We don't, we don't, we don't have a pond. <laughs> if we did. It'd be right across from us. Yeah. Brazen drug dealers. That sounds like brazier, which is like Dairy Queen food. Yes. Remember the brazier? Oh, the brazier. Dairy Queen brazier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't they still out there? Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Food's, the food's yeah, there. Oh, yeah, 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 right. yeah. Brazen <laughs> drug dealers on trial for stabbing. Stabbing what? Stabbing. For a stabbing. Yeah, yeah. We're caught. Yeah, yeah. Is that your new thing? Oh, yeah, boo boo. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey, boo boo. Would you please read? Would you answer? Yeah. Hey, hey, Ergie. <laughs> hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. I'll pick a nigga basket. <laughs> pick a nigga basket. <laughs> Brazen drug dealers on trial for a stabbing were caught passing cannabis to each other in the dock in front of the bay. No, wait, that's a song. Uh, in front of a shocked judge. Yeah. He must have just plugged something in. Yeah. Uh, Khalid Latif, 18, and Kuani Eljak. Eljak. Yeah. That's, that's the Jack in Spanish. Yeah. 23 slashed their victims with knives over a 15-pound <laughs> debt at their North London home in January last year. There we go. Another another uh, London a, knife attack. We've got to ban knives over there across the pond. And appearing in the dock, in the dock, again, yeah. they're back at the dock again, that's at the- Blackfriars Crown Court. <laughs> I don't think he likes to be called that, quite that's honestly. That's racist, isn't it? Latif passed <laughs> cannabis to Eljak as the jury was being sworn in. The pair then struggled with a dock officer as the bemused judge. Well, is he bemused he, or is he, he is. shocked? He's, of course he's bemused. He's he, like, what are these idiots what the doing? Uh, he looked on and Latif was later fined 100 pounds for possession of cannabis on top of his string of other charges. 100 pounds of cannabis? That's a lot. Of, that's <laughs> Man, that guy will be happy for a long time. <laughs> Judge Michael Simon said, oh, I suspect that my face might have displayed some disquiet. It seems to me to be utterly, utterly, I went, I went country, utterly, because the country. word utter's in there. That's right. It's, it's about a cow. cow. It's a cow. 
seemed to be utterly inappropriate. Back in 2017, the dealers asked their victims who it is uh, understood uh, owed them 15 pounds. They got, they're going to get store all this stuff. There's a lot of it. <laughs> to let them in their home in Hampstead so they could cut up drugs. Latif then led one of the victims, John Furman, uh, to a local ATM to withdraw 20 pounds. Uh, when they returned to the house, Mr. Furman was stabbed in his arm and uh-huh. neck, and his friend David Genova was slashed across the back, the court heard. Hang on. Wasn't Mr. Furman the sausage king of Chicago? I believe he was. Yeah. Abe Furman? Abe Furman. Something I believe he like was the sausage yeah. king, yes. Um, importer, exporter. That's what he's exactly. now. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, prosecutor Daniel Wright, the guy knows everything. You don't ever question him. <laughs> His wife said, finally found Mr. Wright. <laughs> yes. Said, at 6 a.m., John Furman called 999. That number doesn't actually do anything. He just <laughs> dialed it and asked for an ambulance to attend his home address. Uh, someone had stabbed him and his friend and... Well, I said that like... It was like a British Christopher Walken. What was that? Breaking that sentence up <laughs> like that. okay. Someone had stabbed him and his friend... And said he needed to get something on his hand because it was bleeding really badly. So I said, put something on it. Hey. You got a glove? Yeah, how about a Band-Aid? <laughs> uh, Mr. Genova took the phone and told the operator... Well, that was their phone. <laughs> Give me that. And told the operator that he owed the guy owed the guys 15 pounds. The injured men were taken to St. Mary's Hospital in Paddington. That's where... The bear. The bear's yeah. from where they received emergency treatment after the attack. Latif and Iljak were later arrested and identified by their victims at a police lineup. The judge said Latif already had 11 convictions for 27 offenses to his name and added, you, might, you may be young in chronological age, but you're old in criminality. Oh. He was being poetic. That is they, poetic. The judges in England, they can't. They're always in competition. for. It's like, those wigs. Maybe. Yeah. It could be. Yeah, it good, brings good out the creativity. Jailing Latif for a total of 10 years and Eljack for seven and a half years, Judge Simon said, the two of you are drug dealers. Mr. Genova appears to have owed you money a whole 15 pounds. That's nothing. That's nothing. Especially when you got 100 pounds of marijuana. I mean, if you can carry 100 pounds of marijuana, you ought to be able to carry an extra 15 pounds. <laughs> With it, right? Yes. So these guys are on trial for drugs, and uh, they're p- trading drugs during the their hearing. Right. That's crazy. Right. Well, we've had worse. We had the guy that was in the courtroom one time. I forget what happened. Jumped out a window or something. I forget oh, yeah. What happened. There was something crazy. We've happened. had a lot of crazy courtroom. You know, when you've had almost 200 shows in a stellar podcast like ourselves, there's a lot of stories to keep in your head. We're up to 183. We are. It's crazy. That is crazy. And we're actually about like 190, if you count all the... If you think about it. The way our life goes so fast now, we're at 200. We are right now. We're already at 200. It's over, remember? Watch out. Now Cassandra's really concerned that 200 we're going to go away. Well, who says we're not? Depends on how well everybody votes. There you go. The snake hole man. Okay, so you know. You just love how that ends yeah, it just it, Well, you're the one that said it was too long. I had to trim it. I am a person who believes in using fade out, fade in. Anywho. That, you know that song means we got a snake story. And we this, do one, a snake. this one really creeps me out. Freaky. No, he says freaky. Freaky. Headline is severed rattlesnake head bites man, bites Texas man, leaving him the, needing 26 doses of anti Now, we've had this happen before. Yes. A guy was, and I remember because I got. I, got, I remember. I remember. <laughs> I remember because I got picture, pictures in my mind. Hello, I'm Craig Under. You're on the podcast. I remember. Ooh, the tides have turned. <laughs> 
You know what? I'm gonna I'm turning over a new leaf. My leaf is dry now. <laughs> so we the review that we have that we haven't read yet. Someone talk- who would someone who would poke somebody with a snake would say something like that. To Absolutely. Me. But here's the thing. I'm going to start because I've been accused of being angry. We're not going to talk about. Calm it. down. Um, we're going to, uh, and I'm not angry. That's the funny thing. Actually, that these shows funny. these shows start with a daily beating from Aaron. See, everybody, no, everybody knows you're angry. They can tell from your I'm voice. Not angry. See, I project. I'm telling you. Can I get the story? I don't know. Can you? Okay. But this happened. What I was going to say is this happened before. A guy like the snake reached around, like decapitate. Something happened. The snake grabbed his arm or something yes, this has happened yes. before yeah and this this again this this reconfirms what you tell everybody about how evil snakes are they're so evil you snap you, you cut their head off Look, they st- you cut their head off they'll still crawl up your arm yes, and try to kill you it's insanity and and they used to have legs that's the creepiest thing yeah this animal's yeah. so evil god said nope there you go yeah. crawl on that belly anyway back to the story <laughs> you know what and, and you know what what and the thing is, they got to be angry anyway because they look at all the other lizards that still have their legs. That's right. Wouldn't you be mad? And I don't hate lizards. I like lizards because they got legs. Yeah. Anything that can like jigulate their belly and move across a jigulate. I mean that word. Is up. that even real? No, I don't know. But they, they, they you know, they, they they do that thing with their belly and they crawl. That's real. That's evil. It's evil. That's what it is. It's, it's jigulation. It's snake craft. Today's made up a band word. name: Snake, snake craft. craft, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, jigulating snake craft. That's it. Today's band name: Jigulating Snake Craft. <laughs> okay, back to the story. GSC for short. Oh, we're never going to get through this episode. A man in Texas needed 26 doses of antivenom after being bitten by the severed head of a four-foot rattlesnake. I don't think he was four foot when he bit him. <laughs> Jennifer Sutcliffe from Corpus Christi told KIII. I, 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 TV that her husband had been clearing the yard on Memorial Day weekend when he saw and decapitated a rattlesnake. Karma, but, man. Oh, but but as the man whose name was not given, I like the way they said that. They didn't say unnamed. Yeah, they, they, they didn't insinuate the guy had no name. No, but he had to buy his own name because it wasn't given it to wasn't him. It wasn't given to yeah. him. Picked up the snake to get rid of it. The head bit him and released an almost fatal amount of venom. You take this. <laughs> Since there was no body, it also well, nobody re- was. I it, thought he was there. It released they just said all no, its, nobody. It released all its venom into him at that point, so he had a lot of venom. It went like this. <laughs> Sutcliffe told the station, explaining that she had driven her husband to the hospital following the bite. The halo flight. They halo flighted him. <laughs> no time to play video games into the hospital. Sutcliffe said, explaining she could not get the emergency room get to the emergency room quickly enough, so uh, she met with an ambulance en route. A normal person who is going to get bit... So now he's not normal? ...is going to get two to four doses of antivitam. This guy had to have 26 doses. I yeah. bet you, I haven't read this story yet, but I bet they had to go to different hospitals to get enough antivitam. Well, you know the snake as he bit him. He's like, see you in hell! <laughs> so, while the man's, can I say that? Uh, yeah, you can. Okay. While the man's injuries were life-threatening, he was in stable condition following I mean, I don't know where else the snake would have gone when he died. Dis- that's where they belong. That's where they're right, from. Right, right. Despite doctor's warning, Sutcliffe initially... Uh, uh, despite doctor's warnings, Sutcliffe initially thought he may not pull through. They said that. The word is that there, but they meant thought. I had to think about Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The bite came just a week after a kayaker in South Carolina was hospitalized after a rattlesnake attacked him after falling from a tree. 
See, they're they're sneaking up on us. Snakes now. do fall out of trees. I, you know, good grief! You know, you're fishing. No, snake comes no, out of tree. no, Craig. They jump out of trees. They do jump. They jump out of trees onto people. They're evil to try to swallow them whole. The 28 year old man from Anderson was kayaking along the Edisto River when the snake struck, biting him a number of times and leaving him in need of urgent medical treatment. So he was snake struck. Yeah, friends of the man who caught the rattlesnake called an ambulance for the man. He was given anti venom at uh, at the hospital. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What? Is it really catching him if the snake's been no. decapitated? No. That, it's picking him up. Yeah, that's what it is. No, this one wasn't decapitated. This is the one that fell out of the tree. Oh, right. Yeah, We've yeah. already so switched to it, this. Okay. It still had his head, but that's all I'm going to say wouldn't, about that. If it was us, he wouldn't have his head anymore. Ugh. Uggs? Uggs. Was he wearing Uggs? Uh, maybe. So, okay, let's let's um, let's break this down. Okay. Snake bad. Break, break it down. Snake bad. Snake bad. The only thing more evil, maybe, than a snake is a wasp. No, I strongly disagree. But. I said maybe. No, there's because, no maybe about it. Because wasp, wasp are a lot like snakes in the sense that you you don't have to, it's like you don't have to provoke them. What the heck? Well, they're not snakes though. Snakes are the most evil creature on this planet. What if there were flying snakes? Oh my gosh, things of nightmares is mm-hmm. what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a nightmare grenade. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just went off all over me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you done? Yeah, that's you all. Always give me these little bitty stories. Well, no, it's that's just not. My, no, I'm sorry, I just had it zoomed out. <laughs> it's bigger now. It's not planned. This is a local story, too. Man defends wife during stabbing with ketchup. This is in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Some well, say that's where Bob Ross's son lives. Yeah. Now, was she stabbed with ketchup, or did he defend her with well, ketchup? Well, this one-sentence story you gave me, <laughs> I'll find out real quick. A Murfreesboro resident was able to stop an attack from his neighbor with a ketchup bottle, according to Murfreesboro Police Report. Uh, you know, I'll leave article adjectives out a lot. That's Okay. I mean, we're on, they're we're article. On, they're at. They're you know. We're ear candy. They're, they're implied. Yeah, they're implied. If we were written, if if if, if weird was not a podcast but a book, it would be hard to read that. Well, then you would have to worry about all that. Some would say it's hard to listen. Some would. Anyway, according to a Murfreesboro police report, Shalonda Shepard was banging on the door of her neighbor's Vine Street apartment around 3 a.m. First mistake. <laughs> yeah. You know what happens at 3 a.m.? Nothing good. Nothing good. Nope. When, a, when the married couple opened the door, Shalonda allegedly threw a, bo- a bowl of sugar all over them. Oh, man. And I then started that up. stabbing the woman with a steak knife. So, wait. At 3 in the morning, I wake up and I want to commit a crime against somebody. Yeah, what do you think? The first two things I think. I'm going to grab a knife and a bowl of sugar. You think? <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about That's that. That's logical. Just, just think about it for it's, a minute. It's logical. The victim's husband frantically started grabbing for anything to defend his wife, and the first thing he picked up was a ketchup bottle. Police said Shepard stopped attacking the woman when he squirted the condiment on her. <laughs> she was arrested for aggravated assault and criminal trespass. We could spend 15 minutes on this, because think of all the things that happened here. Yes, it's they, a lot. They had it's ing- very weird. They had ingredients for something. They could make, they could make some sweet tomato soup. I don't know. They could have made something <laughs> instead of just... You st- and she could have started up with the knife, the yeah. steak knife. Well, I mean, think about this. She came over with sugar that could be for dessert, a yeah. knife. He had the ketchup. They could have made burgers. They should have had a party instead of a fight. Yeah, why are they fighting each other? What's and wrong they, with these people? I, mean, I don't understand, but how does that even happen? <sighs> You know, that's a good question, but until until we figure that out, we've got this. What's your frame of mind, too, when you decide that the first thing you can do, instead of getting something heavy to hit her with, yeah. you grab a bottle of ketchup? Well, maybe, oh, I don't know, but they said that he grabbed the first thing available. And she may have grabbed the sugar thinking it was salt, because we've all heard about throwing salt in people's eyes. Maybe that's what she was trying to do. I don't she know. She just didn't know that sugar didn't have the same effect. No, it doesn't. But it's a, it's a white granule. Granule. 
granule, 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 granule. Headline is Granibly. woman says. Now, Craig, we've had a bad case of poop falling from oh, the sky lately. Bad case of loving you. <laughs> we've had a lot of poop falling from the sky. What's going on here? I don't know. Woman says poop from a passing plane fell onto her face and gave her pink eye. Forget that it crushed her skull. It gave her pink eye. I'm going to reread that with a sound effect. Woman says poop from a passing plane fell onto her face and gave her pink eye. I mean, I thought it needed that. Maybe a woman in Kelowna, Canada, contract contracted pink eye after Kelowna? her Kelowna, 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 Lucy and Kelowna, Canada, eh? Okay, a woman in Canada contracted pink eye contracted she didn't make a contract she, with she it. called it up <laughs> contracted pink eye after her car was pelted with human poop from an overhead plane as opposed to an underground plane right susan allen and her son travis were waiting at a traffic light on may the 9th enjoying the spring weather with the sunroof open then a nasty slush of sewage and lav- lavatory chemicals started raining down on her car and the car idling next to her covering Alan, her son, and the other driver in human waste. It was truly a poop storm, Yes, Craig. it was. Uh, this is Canada. So, like, it was my sunroof, eh? It was all over my seat, like, right? Uh, it was on my face, eh? And down my shirt? Dig it? No, that's, no, that's not. No, that, they wouldn't be, that wouldn't be them. Alan told Vice, it was, like, uh, disgusting, eh? Alan added that the smell was so bad, Travis, age 21, he immediately. my beer, eh? He, he immediately vomited. I would, too. Yeah, I would, probably, and then go get a hepatitis shot. Yes, and then a shower. When she looked up through the poop-soaked sunroof, she saw a plane flying above. Alan told... Uh, the plane was quoted saying, <laughs> Alan drove straight to a car wash. Go to the hospital or something, man. Straight to a car wash after the incident and hosed herself down and her son and her car. She told the star, I guess that, which star? Was it Danny DeVito, maybe? She was wishing on a star. That the experience was disgusting, degrading, and demoralizing. I don't think she needs to. I don't think she needs to tell us this. I think we know Absolutely. it was disgusting. She also came down with conjunctivitis. Conjunctivitis. That's what I said. Conjunctivitis. I don't know what you just said. Commonly, conjunctivitis. Known, commonly known as pink eye. From coming in contact with the poop, her eyes swelled up. <laughs> That's where it comes from, is my understanding. Her eyes swelled up the size of a golf ball. In the, in the, in the, I'm thinking I, of that. I'm why thinking, am I laughing? This is horrible. It's not funny. It's not. In the doctor's note obtained by Vice, the physicians blamed being inundated with sewage for the infection. Transport Canada is investigating the incidents since the Kelowan Airport was Kelowna? Near- Kelowna? Was nearby. The, more in this case, like the colonic. <laughs> the <laughs> the loose, colonic airline. The loose sewage is believed to have fallen <laughs> fallen out of a passing plane. Second band name for the night. No. Loose no, sewage. We, no, we can't have no, we, to. No, that, no, we can't. No. No, we can't. No, I'm it was my game that. I made. According to CTV News in Vancouver, Allen isn't the only victim of turd bombing. Another man in Kelowna found his car covered in feces on May 12th. What do you find Kelowna? That's just how I want to say it. Loose Sewage is a good name for a band. It just keeps going. I haven't trimmed this one. I'll be back. You gotta admit it's kind of pleasant, though. Okay, there. There. It, ended, it kind of ended abruptly. I'm back here yawning. Yeah, I noticed that. <clears throat> 
I Mc, can see you. McDonald's. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was a one-way. <laughs> I can see you right there. McDonald's customers claim ridiculous new toilet rule is causing them to wet themselves. <laughs> customers at a McDonald's restaurant in Australia. Oh, it's Australia. down What the? That's not a McDonald's. The new toilet rule is making us all poop. I went on my new suit. <laughs> nice. Fuck the karate chop at the end. Customers at a McDonald's restaurant in Australia have taken to social media to complain about strict bathroom policies that have called accidents uh, in order to use the bathroom at the fast food restaurant in Maruchidor. <laughs> Why do you keep saying Maruchidor? Maruchidor, Queensland. Customers claim they have to first place their order and use the code at the bottom of the receipt to get access to the toilet, a system in place at multiple, multiple <laughs> McDonald's restaurants in the UK. Okay, hang on. You know, we just had that big lawsuit here with Starbucks. But for kicking, That was loitering or whatever. Kicking yeah. the, the people out. This, I think, is a good idea. I've, I, I've been to a place out in East Tennessee. It was a, it was a Dairy Queen actually. Oh, and they gave tokens because they have people coming in. I guess they have they're trying to. I guess here's the thing. I I, I don't. I think it, when it becomes a problem, they do things like this. Yeah. So they've got somebody who comes in a lot who doesn't belong, who's causing problems, sleeps the on place, the stalls, or, whatever, making yeah. the place nasty, whatever. So they were very well. They were very. Uh, loose about the the policy i mean yeah. they would they would let me i mean well, most would, mcdonald's in our areas mcdonald's mcdonald's uh you could run in the bathrooms are open you know just you don't run it, that's not safe i do uh stop at a mcdonald's every once in a while just to use the restroom yeah well this but craig on the other hand i've driven through that drive through thousands of times and not used the restroom so i think they owe me they might yeah but here's the thing this dq we stopped at you place your order and they gave you a token and the token opened the, the door to the bathroom um but I seem to recall they weren't overly strict about it. They were, they were cool about it if I was like, yeah, yeah, they know if you're buying something, they're going to like. But it was kind of a deterrent is what it was. Yeah, or a detergent. Or a detergent. Yeah, either of the three. To keep the bathroom Would clean. Work. Yes. So we went in Australia, down under. Yeah. Um, okay, so they have to get the receipt to access the toilet. Well, there's a lot of problems with this. They have to buy their food, get their food, yeah. leave their food on a table. If they have to go immediately, yeah. No, they can wait while it's being prepared. Well, that's they true. Ride, yeah. They could. T- they have to type a code in. They already have to go to the bathroom. They have to deal with technology yeah. to get in. Yeah. Is this code the same code all the time? Nope. They're unique codes. And that was my question. Because if you go through the drive-thru, I was thinking at first, save your codes. Just save your receipts. Keep them in your pocket. But the codes expire like within an hour. Yeah. That, so. They've spent a lot of money on that. Yeah. It would seem. Yeah. So anyway, numerous people have taken to social media to criticize the policy and claim the amount of extra time it takes to go to the bathroom has already caused one accident and other near misses. Well, they could do <laughs> with the, the men's room. They could do what the lady <laughs> Tim Hortons did. Yeah, that was, <laughs> go to the men's room. You see lots of near misses. Um, Maruchidor, whatever, in Australia, local Kim McDonald shared... Really? Oh, really? Really? Yeah. The name's McDonald. Yeah. Shared a picture. Of, well, I'm Craig McDonald then, and you're Aaron McDonald. No, I'm, I'm sorry, in Australia, I'm Craig. Hello, Craig. Shared a picture of the sign informing customers of the location's policy. Her grandma, uh, her grandma has used, uh, has to use a walker to get around, and she said this meant it took them about five minutes to walk from the car park to the toilets, only to realize that they had to walk back, t- uh, back in order to get in. 
uh, at least 10 or so minutes would pass before, uh, where I, I'm not going to try this today. I just don't have it today. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I just don't have it today, mate. I, okay, I'll try one hey, more think time. Of our, think of our friends listening at the Whale Center. <laughs> I'm sorry, well, the Whale Center, and they need to hear this. Okay, let me, they want to understand me. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, at least 10 or so minutes have passed where a near 90-year-old has to hold their bladder, Ms. McDonald wrote. They are lucky... Uh, they didn't need to get out of mopping buckets, <laughs> and probably lucky I didn't have my kids with me, too. What has she been drinking if they need buckets? Not one. Grandma pees a lot. <laughs> one mop, but they need num- a number of buckets. Yeah, number buckets. She thought that the locks may have been introduced as a way to stop drunk youths from, uh, or as they say up in New Jersey, junk, drunk youths, youths. youths from vandalizing the bathrooms late at night, but still described it as a bit of an overkill. Why can't the doors be unlocked until a later time, like 8 p.m. or something? Well, then you complain to Grandma wanted to pee at 8.05. <laughs> something to allow easy access to the bathrooms for kids, pregnant ladies, and disabled or elderly people. Miss McDonald wrote, uh, let's see, a couple of weeks earlier, another woman, Joanne, probably McDonald. We'll just call her Joanne. Joanne took to Facebook to complain about the toilet policy, claiming her child had an accident because of the coded locks. Today, my child has an accident um, because you locked the toilets, and I just became English, and only put the code on the receipt, she said, mate. She just got there from. She actually just moved from. Okay, so she's she's a transplant. She has a transitional accent. Yes. (laughs) Another band name, transitional accent. No, that's way too many. They uh, they were customers who were using your facility and had decided, like plenty of other parents, to have a play in the playground before ordering their afternoon ice cream treat. Oh well, crikey, (laughs) that's not an ice cream. That's a treat. Oh man, we got another one. Headline is, simply, Craig, a road rage defecation. Henry Weaver, I loved him on Happy Days. He was Happy Days. days. He was the Fonz. He was awesome. Henry Weaver says that he has lived on his family's New Tripoli farm all of his 69 years. That's a long time to live on that New Tripoli farm. Yeah, and having to say say Tripoli every day. Yeah, though he spent a lot of time on the road when he worked as a truck driver. I've seen a lot on the highway in my time, he recalled. This is something different, though. Weaver, on Friday, was involved in a strange road rage confrontation, one that a Pennsylvania state trooper reported summed up in one vague sentence. The accused, Weaver, and the victim got into a road rage argument, leading the accused to defecate on the victim. Now, how do you do that? <laughs> and what's wrong with the victim? And who's going to sit still for that? I'm telling you, he had to get away quick and... Ah, the brief, might, his sister, does she live in Canada? This brief post was shared across social media and on websites, including the Drudge Report, with readers asking how and why it could have happened. Weaver said he doesn't have a computer or a cell phone, but that he has gotten a number of messages asking about the incident. Well, where'd he get them? In the mailbox? I want to know, was there a woman holding a Tim Hortons cup standing <laughs> oh, nearby? On Monday, Weaver reached... Because we know she's a pro. She can poop and run yes. better than anybody. Weaver reached at his home, offered a blunt, matter-of-fact explanation. He called the situation the regrettable effect of irritable bowel syndrome. Somebody was irritable. That's too much. You know what that is? Too much gluten. Too much gluten. No. Yeah. That's not a true. common chronic disorder affecting the large intestine. I've put up with it for years, he said. You get worked up, and you're just going to have to go. I couldn't control my bowels, and he was right there. It says, just as simple as that. <laughs> that makes it okay. So he turned around. 
It started Friday morning, the state police said, at 8.45 That's a long poop if it started at 8.45. <laughs> Weaver said he was on his when way. When did it end? He was on his way to the doctor's office. I was having a real bad day, he said, and it got worse. He said a car pulled out in front of him on Route 309, startling him, and he got angry and followed. They stopped near the intersection of 309 and Route 100 per state police, where Weaver said the two men got out of their cars and exchanged words. Exchanged more than that. <laughs> Weaver said there was no fighting, no physical, no physical contact, but the two were standing close enough together. He got stressed, and then he said it just, it just had to happen. He couldn't control himself and wound up going on the other man's pant leg. How do you have, what, he has, there's no back end on his pants? The only way this could happen around here is if they had just paved the street and the guy was stuck. He got out and went <laughs> to get pavement and just couldn't move. He was right against me. He was right there, Weaver said. I had to drop it. <laughs> Sometimes, wow. Craig, he got to drop it. He just got me so worked up, something was going to happen. I could have easily have missed him if I'd have turned around, but you know what? It happened he right told there. the guy it was time for him to fly. Weaver said he regretted what happened. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Most people who know me know I'm chill. I can keep on rolling. That's what he said. I'm chill. But, How are you even passing up an opportunity to talk about REO? You don't, uh, I guess he, he, but he, you really, he took it on the runs. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. But you really have to do something to get me to that point. I'm not proud of it, he later announced. I messed up. It happens. You messed up. It happens. Specifically, that was a bumper sticker in the 70s, wasn't yeah. it? Well, or something 80s like or that. 90s. Yeah, something know. like that. That's a good story. Yeah, yeah, hey, man well, refuses I, to stop vaping. Wish everybody would refuse to. Wish it really? Refuse, I wish everybody would stop vaping. Is what I tried to say. It's ridiculous. It ridiculous. You see these guys in competitions. They're like going down the I road know, with the windows open. It's like, look, I'm a cloud. Poof. Yeah, it's like, like I can't see. It's pop, like that old video game. Popcorn lung. Yeah. Man refuses to stop vaping. Points loaded gun at patrons. A man was arrested Saturday, June second, outside of Driftwood Distillery, Washington. After allegedly pointing a gun at a group of patrons, Nathan, these uh, these vapors are almost as angry as you. I've noticed that. They uh, get, yeah, they, apparently, yeah, I've, they could be really one. angry. Yeah. Um, I which is okay. Would you rather <laughs> be stuck uh, in a car behind a line of bikers? Yeah, bicyclists. Uh, okay, or all your friends are vapors. All my friends vapors. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's an easy. And one. they only vape around you at the same time. Which, it's which like fl- a Skittles explosion of flavor which all around. scent? Do I get to all choose of them? Scent? No, oh, all of them. All of them at once? No, I'll still take the vapors. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Nathan G. Gother, I guess, 22, Marthasville, was charged in Franklin County Associate Circuit Court with felony unlawful use of a weapon. According to Washington police, he was kicked out of the Driftwood Distillery for vaping inside the business after he was asked to stop. Uh, he was removed from the premises but stayed outside of the business and refused to leave. And, Ain't going nowhere. An argument between between Gother and two patrons who told him to leave. I don't know. That was a partial sentence that was there. After the <laughs> altercation, he waited for patrons outside of the business for an hour and a half. He said, I got plenty of vape juice. I'll just sit here. <laughs> what? I'm going to sit in this cloud. He goes, I'm going to have, get out. I'm gonna have maple fudge brownie <laughs> vape. And Coffee move, cream. I'm going to have strawberry latte. milkshake. And I'm going to have, yeah, creme brulee. <laughs> When I'm done with that, I'm going to go to maybe bubblegum. And uh, I don't know. I might even go and mess around a little bit with that just regular tobacco flavor. I don't know. That's just, they've got a flavor for everything. I'm surprised I know. We could sell holsters for these people. We could sell, you know what we ought to sell is weird juice. Yeah. Yeah, make it, oh, make the flavor weird news. 
Yeah. Oh, that, that'd be gross. <laughs> it smells like uh, newspaper paper, paper ink. Pa- uh, yeah. Pa- paper paper. Yeah. Paper papers. Unless it's a story about uh, poop. Oh, you don't that want could that. be it. You don't want that. They could be bean boozled. You know, that yeah. Game, yeah. It's yeah. Just, it could either be chocolate. <laughs> or it might be <laughs> it's as horrible as one of our stories. <laughs> anyway, that, according to. That stop the vaping. That I would stop it. it. Yeah. Uh, according to the probable cause statement filed in the Franklin County Prosecutor's Office during uh, that time, he got during that time. We got to go back to this guy hanging outside the building. You're right. He got a semi-automatic handgun from his truck. He then walked back to the distillery and waited for two patrons. A bar bouncer saw Gother outside. Or you think it's Gothier? I don't really know. It doesn't matter. Uh, outside the business and walked the two patrons and their friends out of the front door of the distillery. He then approached them and pointed his gun at them. According to... Why don't they throw a smoke screen at him? That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. According to police, he threatened to shoot the two patrons. After some time, he lowered his gun and put it back in his pocket, but then got the gun out a second time, pointed it at the group, and threatened to shoot them again. Not change my mind. I am going to shoot you guys. <laughs> Sit still. Quit squirming. Gother once more put the gun in his pocket and walked away. I'm done with you guys. I got a vape. I'm out. Uh, he was later arrested. At the time of his arrest, he was in the possession of a Smith & Wesson. Uh, it was a Shield Bodyguard 380. According to the probable cause statement, that's, uh, the magazine was loaded with one round in the chamber. That's very dangerous. That's that's almost almost too dangerous. Because those vapors... How is it almost too dangerous? Those vapors dangerous. Are, are angry. Like, and they now were, a weird moment from history. Wait. What? what if the vapors were actually bath salts? Oh. Oh, my gosh. We just gave an idea to the world. Stop it. Vape bath salts. I'm going to have to edit that. <laughs> okay, here's our weird news from history tonight. Tonight, we're going to discuss, Craig, the Nazis' attempt at Jurassic Park. <laughs> What are those? Ever since the novel. Seagull, Seagull, (laughs) Heil Hitler. That's terrible. That's terrible. Ever since the novel came out in 1990 and the movie of the same name debuted three years later. Love the book, by the way. The book's okay. The movie. No, the uh, book is fantastic. I'm not a fan of the movie at all. The book is not I did enjoy the book. The book is fantastic. Uh, Humanity has been awed by the sheer power and destructive forces of the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. I do like the movie, though. If you don't know the story, it centers on scientists and business people who team up to create dinosaurs. Every, I think everybody knows. By finding DNA, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, wait, why don't you like the movie? Um, the I, mean, only I, thing, I get it's over Hollywood. Th- there was only one good actor in the movie. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. No, Sam Neill's a good actor. Nope. Yeah, nope, he, he didn't do good in that movie. Now, he is a good actor, but the movie... He, I, I disagree. I thought uh, Sam Neill was good. Yeah, I was miserable. And the guy that played... Uh, oh, and I like Attenborough. The guy that played uh, Newman on, on uh, oh, Seinfeld, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he did a good job. But other oh, than uh, that... Richard Attenborough was great. Uh-uh. No! The problem was it was very... It was funny. It was like a theme park made into a movie. It was like, it was like they took the theme park concept and made it a movie. It, it, it wasn't... The, the, the book was darker. Yeah, definitely. The, the book yeah. was a lot darker. Like, I mean, yeah. within the first... What third of the book, or maybe quarter of the book? Yeah, somebody had already had been picked up by the head by a dinosaur, yes. and and arms and legs were found. And something. there was that guy that got bit by the head of the rattlesnake. Yeah, two. yeah, but he was actually going down to the T Rex paddock, and yeah, a, yeah. And, a, and a snake went across in front of him. He cut his head off, and the snake turned around and bit grew him. wings, flew straight at his face, and bit him, and let out all the venom. Yeah, he had to have twenty six. Uh, okay, anyway, it was a brilliant idea, part science fiction, part science fact. With just enough plausibility that it could be believable. Can we also add one more thing to this, please? <laughs> sure, we got all night. Michael Crichton, all he did, it was like when when Showbiz Pizza 
went to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. They pulled the suits off the animatronics and put new suits on them, okay? This <laughs> Jurassic Park was Westworld. Yeah. It was That's cowboys. Right. It. They pulled the cowboy suits yeah. off, and they stuck dinosaur suits on Sort of them. like that. It is a Jurassic Park. No, it is. <laughs> I am so angry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I love it. I love Westworld. Not the, not the new series. I love, a, uh, I love the original Westworld movie. I read another book by him about time travel that was really interesting, too. But anyway, I digress. Or we No, digress. I did. I just yeah. wanted to make the point that they're going on about how great this idea was. And it is great. But honestly, yeah. to be fair, he rewrote a book he already wrote. That's true. Or a story that he already wrote. But but it still had us thinking, you know, could scientists actually find old oh, DNA? A, I love it. Yeah, and use great. it, you know, to create I said I didn't animal. like it. I mean, you said you didn't like it. Nowadays, no, I like the book. The book was good. But the movie was terrible. Well, the movie could have been better. The only good one was the one with Chris Pratt, this last one. I enjoyed it. Um, Jurassic World, I think it was called. I did like it. Yeah. No, I, you know, I've watched them all recently again. Okay, anyway, let's get back to the story. You're just not being fair. Even you more know why? so. Because no, no, those are terrible movies, not a lot especially of, two. There are not a lot of short people in those movies. Oh, please. No, They're short I re- dinosaurs. No, listen, I did rewatch the second one, and I was like you. I didn't like it as much. Right. But the second time through, I found I found I liked it more. Well, we have so different taste in movies. I mean, you like Like You movies. like bad movies. I like good movies. No, that's the opposite. You got it flipped there. Whatever. And we didn't talk about the... You got it flipped, flip, we didn't talk. We got to talk next show about the Funko documentary. We never talked about movies and stuff Okay. Oh, we didn't. We'll have to carry that over. Okay, anyway, so the problem lies, uh, it seems, in the misplaced theory that DNA could survive all that time. Not so. Experts say, you know, DNA will not survive. Uh, but we did find some dino DNA lying around in amber somewhere. Let's say we did. Okay, it's true that the strands would not be complete, and there's no way that to just add DNA from another organism, like a frog... For one, we'd have no idea what to add or what was needed. Many animals are just too different, and it just wouldn't work. Now, they do actually they actually do say in the movie or in the book that they did kind of, they didn't know what to do, so they filled it in with frog DNA. Yes, that's right. They didn't know, just like they're saying. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, Craig, even though we know that it won't work today, that doesn't mean no one has tried. The Nazis, for instance, made a mad attempt at bringing ancient creatures back from extinction. Extinction. <laughs> Sound that sounded out really good that there. Was nice. According to historians, their crazy Nazi ambitions went something like this. They wanted to bring back And it sounded like this. It went a little something like this. Hit it. Uh, they wanted to bring back dead animals like they had during their ancestors' time and let them live on large nature preserves. As the legend goes, ancient Germans would prove their manhood by going into the wilds alone to kill one of those beasts. The Nazis wanted to challenge that, too. Led by zoologist Lutz Heck, they traveled the world trying to create large horned cattle called Oryx through selective breeding. And some claimed that they were successful into the 1930s. Many countries like Canada actually uh, donated animals to the effort. Well, way to go, Canada. There's our friends from the, from the north they helping just, out the, the yeah, Nazis. Right, right. Golly, the Heck cattle. Well, you knew they, they were up to something. <laughs> Nobody sits around eating poutine and and drinking beer and... And beauty, eh? And having back bacon. Back bacon, eh? (laughs) Which had long horns, were naturally... Back bacon does not have long horns. (laughs) ...were naturally aggressive and could live on their own. They were eventually all found across Europe. Heck would continue his experiments as the Nazis rose to power, creating breeds of wild horses similar to those of a long ago. And by 1941, when the Nazis took over at the Warsaw Zoo, Heck chose the animals he wanted to bring home to Germany. Oh, heck. <laughs> but his science was crap, Craig. It literally says here, his science was bunk. The idea of backbreeding results in animals that may resemble others, but genetically they're nothing like the real thing. Most of the wild animals they created were eventually killed when the Allied forces invaded Germany. 
And the surviving heck animals now live in zoos, and heck himself lived until the 1980s. Many, I, I think Reagan went over there and killed him single-handedly, barehanded. Yeah. Th- there might be one of those. Have you seen the video from of the, the guy with his dog and some weird wolf thing comes yes. up to it? Have you seen that video? That's a chubacabra. No, this is... Did we talk about this? Yeah, I, think I we saw did. the video. It's a big black wolf, but it looks like a werewolf or something. So anyway, our weird story from history tonight is that the Nazis tried to create wild animals and failed, like everything else. You just don't do that. You don't mess with nature like no, that. No, you can't mess with Mother Nature. As Malcolm, what's his face? Jeff Goldblum said in Jurassic Park, life will find a way. He also said, you do eventually plan to have dinosaurs on your John, dinosaur John, tour. You, you do eventually plan to have dinosaurs on <laughs> your <the> dinosaur. <laughs> That's love, my favorite line from the whole movie. See, and we were just talking a minute ago about how you've not watched Thor Ragnarok yet. You're right. Goldblum. We were discussing that in the band meeting. Goldblum is well, is he in it? Golden in this movie. Oh, I did't know. I'll, yes. da- I'll watch it tonight for Pete's sake. Goodness, dude, you're going to... F- I'll see any... I even watched his crappy remake of The Fly. Dude, you're going <laughs> to... That you back off. That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> the original's great. No, that's that's a that's a Cronenberg Help film. Me. That's a Cronenberg film. Kevin Cronenberg? No. <laughs> Dude, the, 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 the fly. Do you know who made that movie? By the way, you know what the production company was? It was Mel Brooks's. No, I didn't know that. It's Brooks film. Huh. And it's under that name because nobody, if you did Mel Brooks, The Fly. It was much expect- grosser than the original. It was very gross. Yeah. I, and I like them all, but. Help me. Help me. That, that, that freaked Tragic. Sarah. That was, I was watching that one day when Sarah was a toddler. Oh, mm-hmm. she had, she well, freaked out. It took a great idea and expanded on it, but you're right. It was gross. A lot of things, but Goldblum is brilliant in that movie. And the, I He's love, brilliant the, the in everything fly, he and does. It's a David Cronenberg movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. If you want to bag on one, bag on the second one. I don't. I didn't even know they made a second one. Yeah, it had um, uh, what's his face? That was uh, oh crap! Some kind of wonderful. Why am I forgetting his name? I don't know. But from Pulp Fiction, we, uh, we've already started our. Uh, oh, we did. Yeah, our top ten. I already played do it the again, thing. and I'll oh, announce man. it. It's time for the Mark Patch top ten that I forgot to tell you about. I'm so excited. We were talking movies. movies. We need to talk movies more often. We didn't do our movie reviews. That's what you, you know. We you just said. did the Fly. Great movie. <laughs> A terrible movie. How do we get on the Fly thing? Oh, Goldblum's in Ragnarok. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, which I'm extremely. excited I'm telling about. you, if you do not love this movie, I don't know who you are anymore. I'll, I'll I'll give it a watch and we'll review it uh, next week. Do not base if you in anyone listening or if you've not seen, if you've seen the first, uh, there was a Thor movie, then there was the Thor, the second Thor movie. Those movies are like eh, whatever. Fraggle Rock, Thor, Fraggle Rock, whatever. Yeah, this one is like as fun as like Guardians. Okay, this is like Guardians. I'm going to give guy. it a shot. It's great. Okay, okay so the top ten. Star Wars characters that should get their own movies. And here's the thing about this list. Yeah. Um, this is from Disney, the Top Tens. If, if Disney has their way, they will. They're going to milk <laughs> yeah. it for all it's worth. This is from the Top Tens.com. I, I don't know all of these characters. Um, number 10, Lando Calrissian. Number 9, Captain Phasmo. That, Phasma. That sounds like a great guy. It's I don't know girl. who that is. Oh, is it? That? Phasma. <laughs> okay. She's the, did you see either of the new Star Wars movies? Yeah, I've seen them. She's the one with the chrome-looking helmet. She's like the the baddie, one of the baddies. Oh, that, she was in uh, this last one. Was she in this one? Was she in Solo? Yeah, did she? Uh, there was chrome so. helmets. Now, anyway, you know where we saw. I can't remember. I don't think. Okay, number eight, Count Dooku, which I know the name. But I can't think of who it is. Uh, number seven, Darth Maul. Yeah, he. Oh, can't say. But that'd he, be a cool movie. Yeah. Well, you know, he died in the prequels. Hey, now. Hey. No, in the easy, first three, nobody talks about. Easy. 
don't spoil it. No. Randall hadn't seen him yet. Yeah, he has. He's going to jump all over you. <laughs> well, no, I've forgotten this, but he actually died in the in the, the first three that we hate that yeah. nobody, nobody talks about. Those are bad. Actually, uh, I enjoyed. Well, no, no, no. You think he did. That's true. You, you and think I did. He, I enjoyed the first one. I had a good time. A Jar Jar Binks was like, great. It's like I don't even know you. Jar Jar Binks. Please don't say that. <laughs> he People was awesome. hate you. No, he's not. <laughs> he's so funny. He's Mason, not understand you at all. <laughs> anyway, I don't know who this is. Number six, Key. I wait. Were you number six? Yeah, yeah Key yeah. Addy Mundy. Can you say that? I don't know. Allowed to say that? I think in another language and like something. I just said something really bad. Number five of the top ten Star Wars characters that should get their own movies: Mace Windu. Uh, number four. Yeah, General Grievous. Oh, but he would just complain the whole movie. <laughs> number three, he would air his grievousness. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, see, that would be that'd be a good but one. But they kind of did in the first movies. That's where you saw Ewan McGregor. McGregor. The, the, the mouse can make more. Yeah, the mouse will turn yeah. this into anything. Yeah. In fact, they're probably listening and they're going to they take all be. these ideas. Number two of the top ten Star Wars characters that should get their own movies: Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, movie I should have. <laughs> The number one top ten character. He's from a Star fan Wars. favorite. He's a fan favorite. They should get their own movies. Jar Jar Binks. That's not it. <laughs> Boba Fett. It's Boba Fett. It is Boba. Boba Fett. Fett Boba Fett. It's whatever. Boba Fett for Pete's sake. Who's Pete? <laughs> Jar Jar. This Binks. was an exhausting episode. Oh. <laughs> Exha- <gasps> exhausting it was. Mm, yeah, exhausting. <laughs> Tired I must be. All right, I can't talk Yoda. <sighs> Episode 183. Yoda talk? I cannot. <laughs> Join us for 184, you must. Well, uh, okay, let's stop. It's just going to get away from us. <laughs> I think I was Grover on that one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, come with me. Yeah. Well, it's the same guy. So Frank Oz. Kirby! <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. La, la. All right, here we go. Yeah, we're heading out. Everybody buckle up. We're about to hit the exit sign. No, we actually are going to run into the exit sign. Watch it. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you won't. I forgot. You're going to call me. That's not even fun. Hey, I'm going to go get angry. Ah, Hulk smash. Listen, this is me on the drums right here. It's so neat how you stand a little stool to play them. Yeah.